Welcome back to Allen Voices. I'm Erin McCann, Director of Digital Media and Marketing. In order to be competitive with other local school options, public schools must continue to find ways to be innovative while operating under the budget constraints set forth by local, state, and federal governments. Data shows us that students learn best when they can be creative and stretch their minds. Students need to move around, to think out of the box, and to understand that learning doesn't just happen in a regular classroom, but that real-life experiences touch any number of subjects and that these learning opportunities often work in tandem with each other. Additionally, students need to understand that science is really cool. In Allen ISD, we have a state-of-the-art combination of an outdoor learning environment, a CTE space, and a dedicated facility for STEM and STEAM learning called the Allen STEAM Center. The STEAM Center is a beautiful facility. In fact, in late September, the campus was awarded six stars of distinction from the Texas Association of School Administrators and Texas Association of School Boards. Each year, TASA and TASB showcase new and renovated Texas schools by celebrating excellence in planning and design. These designs are reviewed by a panel of 12 members who may award stars of distinction in the categories of community, design, planning, sustainability, value, and school transformation. The STEAM Center, which was designed by VLK Architects, was the only project this year to receive all six stars of distinction. Allen High School is the biggest high school in the state of Texas, and we have almost 5,000 students that are enrolled. By creating the STEAM Center and housing upper-level science and math courses there, up to 500 students could be moved off campus from Allen High School, thus allowing for more room at the high school and more flexibility in learning at the STEAM Center. The STEAM Center concept was part of the 2015 bond package and was vetted by the bond planning committee, Project Kids, before being placed on the ballot in 2015. Fast forward to January of 2019. The Allen ISD STEAM Center, which was originally going to be called the Science and Technology Center, opened as a K-8 facility with classes rotating through during that spring semester for field experiences. In the fall of 2019, the STEAM Center opened the high school side of the campus and became a K-12 facility that is used by all Allen ISD students. This is not a magnet facility and there is no application process. Elementary and middle school students come through with their classes for rotations and high school students attend the STEAM Center if they are enrolled in a class that is housed there. The STEAM Center has approximately 40 staff members and is led by Executive Director Larry Labou. Larry is a passionate educator who loves science. He thoughtfully agreed to share with us the story of the STEAM Center, the opportunities that it provides to students, some of the partnerships our students are benefiting from, and why we keep hearing the term makerspace in education. So early on, whenever we started thinking about developing a STEAM Center, we were having lots of conversations about just new and innovative ways of learning for our students. And at that time, I was the K-12 science coordinator. And as a science coordinator, there was a lot, a lot of value going on in other districts or a lot of great learning going on with outdoor learning centers. And so at that time, I was really interested in having an outdoor learning center. And so I kept having conversations with our assistant soup at the time about outdoor learning centers. And kind of what was going on at that same time is our superintendent 
at the time had an idea behind a innovative learning space or building. And so we started having conversations with him about his vision. And through those conversations and conversations with many other district leadership, it kind of began evolving into a STEAM center where the STEAM Center has a lot of STEAM, STEM principles built within it, but we also have the outdoor learning component as well. We have a lot of environmental learning that occurs there as well. So it really evolved from initial thinking of me of wanting an outdoor learning center to meshing with many other people in the district who also wanted some new innovative ways to challenge students and really prepare them um, for the future and make them more future ready and involved into the STEAM Center, what we have today. We hear a lot about STEAM in education in general, but then for many years it was STEM. So Mm -hmm. obviously the difference is the letter A. Can you explain to our audience what the difference is between STEM and STEAM and why for Allen ISD STEAM was the higher priority? Absolutely. So for many years, folks have been hearing about STEM and the importance of STEM. And of course, when we say STEM or STEAM, those letters stand for science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. And there is a, there's been a growing need for years for students in those STEM fields to really better prepare them so that they're ready for either college or career once they get to that point. Because we were hearing from industry leaders, there's a lot of career opportunities available in the STEM world. And so you'll hear a lot of districts do STEM learning. In Allen, we also feel like there is so much value and importance in the arts, which is that A. So at the STEAM Center, we integrate not only the STEM components, which are your science, technology, engineering, and math. And when we say integrate, um, we believe those subject areas don't stand alone. There is a little lot of intertwining that goes on between contents. So we believe strongly that the art component also should be integrated within the STEM components to really make sure that we are developing a real well-rounded student. And so at the STEAM Center, art is integrated in with everything we do. And when I say integrated in, there's a lot of different ways that we do that. One of the things we do is we believe in the engineering design process. And the engineering design process, we utilize um, on our 10 through 12 classes, but also with our K-8 students when they come over for their field experience. And we actually got that process from NASA. And we tweaked it a little bit and, and made it really fit our needs, but it really was NASA's engineering design process is what we use. And within the engineering design process, there is a lot of design thinking, a lot of creativity, a lot of opportunities for, some people would say your non-traditional art. When a lot of people think art, they think of the traditional art in the art classroom, music in the music classroom, but we also believe in some of those non-traditional ways of just allowing kids to explore, be creative, problem solve, and really do some things in their own passion areas. And so the engineering design process, through that process, kids are able to be creative, they're able to be be design thinkers, They're able to, once they test out one of their solutions to a problem, they're able to make modifications and be creative in the way that they do that. So a a lot of our art is also through our engineering design process. We also do some other components as well. We host activities or events in the evenings, and we try um, try to be intentional with making sure that we're integrating art into some of the different events that we're 
we are hosting. We have been, um, we have some great partners out there. I'll say that Allen Arts Alliance has been a great partner for us with helping us to even be more intentional with integrating art in. We also are very fortunate at STEAM that we have a, we call it the Innovation Hub. It's a maker space. We also have CTE classes at our facility, just to name a few of those CTE classes that we have. We have graphic design, interior design, architecture, computer science, robotics, engineering. So because we believe that contents don't work alone and that contents um, need to be integrated between each other, those CTE classes also work with our other content areas and they do embedded lessons together. So at any time you could be in a earth and space science classroom working on a project that has not only your earth and space science teacher that has designed it, but also it could be the interior design teachers involved in that project as well. You could have your stats teacher also involved in that project so that you have that STEM component, but also bringing in that A2, that art component. So just to narrow it down, we, we felt that STEAM was very important because we felt like that art piece was also crucial to really preparing our students for the future. We could go into a lot of detail about that, but if you could give us just kind of a high level about what makerspace is, probably some of our elementary parents have at least heard the term. Mm-hmm. Just maybe explain what it is and then why we're starting to see more of it in education. Absolutely. So in Allen, um, a lot of elementary campuses have makerspaces that run through their library. Their librarians have done a, a tremendous job of really guiding that work with makerspaces on their campuses. Also at the middle school level on up, a lot of times it'll run through the uh, librarian as well. At the STEAM Center, we have a dedicated space called our Innovation Hub. That is, if you think of the size of a classroom, it's it's probably about the size of a classroom, a little bigger, that we house our makerspace. And we actually have two makerspaces. We have a clean side, we call it a clean side, and we have a dirty side too. Um, So on our clean makerspace, one of the great things about makerspaces in general is it does allow kids to explore areas that they're passionate about. It allows kids to be creative. It allows them to problem solve. It allows them to, at times, depending on if they're working with a group or if they're working on a solo project, they may be collaborating with others. They're learning how to communicate. They're learning how to do team projects together. They're learning how, when you're working on a team project, people have different roles within that project. So you're not only learning about a passion area. You're not only being creative, um, you're being able to learn those soft skills that we know are necessary and important for kiddos once they uh, get to college and career. Just a quick story about Makerspace, and I could tell you so many different stories, but at our Makerspace, we had a student who had their own 3D printer, and that particular 3D printer was broken. It wouldn't work, and so the student brought it in and uh, was working with our makerspace assistant and um, she was trying to figure out how to fix it, why it wasn't working, what component was broke. If that component is broke, is there a way to be able to print something, a new piece to be able to fix it so you don't have to go purchase it? So think through all the problem solving and deep thinking that had to occur for that student to be able to, yes, she did fix it and it did end up getting running, but there was so much learning that was involved in that process and uh, there wasn't uh, a test at the end or anything like that because really in a makerspace, 
the learning occurs during that process. It, it's all about, again, we've talked about engineering design process, so it's very similar. You're doing kind of that in the makerspace as well. And so the makerspace really seeing kids be passionate about something, being creative, and then be having a space to be able to go and put it into action and actually do things around it has been really special and great. And what we're seeing is kids are embracing it. And they're not only embracing it at the STEAM Center, they're embracing it throughout the district. Uh, the STEAM Center just gives them a specific location to be able to go and tinker and and figure things out. And so it's been really great to to witness. One of the other things that's really allowed us to do is we believe very strongly in connections with industry professionals. And the other thing it's allowed us to do is connect with industry professionals to work on makerspace challenges, which uh, our challenges can be a, a real world problem that we can present to students, that the students can then utilize the makerspace and the equipment in there to be able to solve that problem. Um, so we were able to launch one of our makerspace challenges in the spring. We only got to launch it. We didn't go, fully go through it because of our pandemic, but we did launch it and it, we were partnering with one of our partners, VOK Architects. And through that partnership and working with with some folks in VOK, we created a problem that was around how do we solve homelessness? And so students, VLK Architects came out, we uh, did a presentation for our students, launched it, and allowed our students to try to help with solving the problem. How can we address homelessness and be able to solve that problem? So the Makerspace does allow us also to um, explore some of those real-world problems that are out there, connect with those real-world professionals that are out there to try to solve some of these problems out of, that are out there in society. What were some of the solutions that the students came up with regarding homelessness? I know you said you didn't get to finish mm -hmm. the challenge, but I'm sure you saw kind of beginning stages. So it was really interesting because when the architects came out, and no, we never got to that final stage where we got to see a lot of prototypes or anything like that. But with having some of the unique classes that we have at the STEAM Center, I just remember when we did launch it, how some of our students who just sat there with VOK Architects, of course, these are our kids who are interested in architecture, and just brainstorm with them and ask them questions. And I could see the wheels really spinning in their head of how, how can we address this? How can we solve this? And we didn't get to that prototype stage, but I can tell you that there, there was a lot of good initial ideas that kids were developing on, on how to solve it. And our hope was that once kids had enough time to work through their plan, whatever they developed, that we would get to a stage where we were then able to present it to, let's just say, um, some of our own uh, City of Allen community folks out there where they could talk about what they had designed and, and give some rationale behind how they think that could help the problem out there. So and we're really excited that this Makerspace Challenge is not a, a one-time challenge. Um, this is something that we are hoping to be able to bring back and, and start back this school year. 
and it's a ongoing uh, series that we're going to be having at the Makerspace. So just a little plug out there, any local businesses or professionals that would like to partner with us for a Makerspace challenge, if it's real world and relevant and can impact our students, um, I am open to it. We, we'd love to give uh, students the opportunity to interact with professionals and really solve those real world problems. So you take the Makerspace and you combine that with the opportunities for the environmental learning, plus just the beautiful, well-lit architecture. I mean, the STEAM Center is really a unique facility to Allen ISD and, and unique opportunities for our students. Can you tell me, we've talked a lot about our secondary students, mm -hmm. but you have a whole K-8 side. So can you talk a little bit about what that looks like with some of our younger learners and their visits to the STEAM Center? Absolutely. So one of the things we feel strongly about um, at the STEAM Center and in Allen ISD is that the STEAM Center is for all students. So we are a K-12 facility, and you're right, we have spoke a lot about our 10-12 side and uh, the courses we offer there, but we provide a learning experience for every K-8 student that's in our district. So any given year, we have approximately, give or take, about 18,000 students um, in, a, in a normal year that come through our campus. And we are not a lottery-based campus. Um, we are not a pick-and-choose campus. We believe we're for all students. We're for all kids in Allen. That's what our community wanted, and, and that's what we want to make sure we are, is for all students. We, we make sure that if kids come over on our 10-12 side, we offer the classes. If they take it, they can come over. And then for our K-8 students, they all come over. So when our K-8 students come over, they get to come over once a year and we call it a field experience that they're coming because it truly is a variety of learning experiences they do when they come to the STEAM Center. When they show up, depending on the grade level, because we have worked with teachers and worked with our, our learner services department to make sure that everything that we do for our K-8 students is aligned to their curriculum and aligned to uh, the TEKS the that are provided to us from the state. So we're, we are making sure that it's a unique experience, but it's an aligned experience. And so when they show up, um, they'll start in the Ellipse Theater, our wonderful space, our wonderful theater, where they will watch a short video. Sometimes it might be a video from a, could be from a CEO, it could be from whoever, um, that aligns with some of the things they're going to be learning that day. It might be a civil engineer, because it might be their experience, they're going to be doing lots of civil engineering that day. Um, once they finish their launch, we call it their video launch, there are different rotations that they get to uh, be involved in at the STEAM Center. They will go out and experience our wonderful trail system and do lessons on our trails. They will um, have another experience at the pond, depending on the grade level, where they may be taking water samples, learning about aquatic life, learning about some of the different ecosystems that we have there at the STEAM Center. They will come to our OmniGlobe. So our OmniGlobe, if you haven't seen it, it's a about 60-inch globe, which we actually get data into that globe fed to us from NASA. Um, and we get up-to-date data, and we also have data sets that are static data sets that are downloaded. So we're able to uh, explore and learn about different hurricanes. We can learn about solar system, and I could go on and on about the number of data sets that we have available through the OmniGlobe. So they'll do an OmniGlobe lesson. They'll also do an engineering design lesson where we make sure our K-8 students actually go through the engineering design process with an activity that we have them do where they get to design 
design, create, test. After they've tested, they create a new iteration, test it again, just like real world, just like our real world engineers do. We have another uh, rotation where they're going to be doing coding. And we also have a robotics section as well where they're able to explore some of uh, the robots that we have. So if you think about it, there's a variety of experiences that our students get to go through when they're at the STEAM Center, all the way from the environmental component to some of the STEAM components that we have as well. And they really get to explore all the wonderful spaces that we have available for students. And we're so gracious that uh, we have such a wonderful building with these wonderful spaces. But I like to always say it's, it's we do have fabulous spaces at our building that really and help to enhance learning um, and collaboration and all those soft skills that we talk about. And the spaces are great, but what's even more powerful is when you're there watching the kids learn. When you're watching them in those rotations and you see them go, oh, wow, and the learning that's occurring and you see that kids are getting passionate about something they didn't even know that existed. And so that to me is the biggest impact of that facility is just watching our kids be innovative, watch them be creative, watch them be problem solvers, and really some of those unique spaces and that the unique building and some of the different features that are in that building allow us to do that and, and allow kids to really you know, maximize their learning and make sure that we are providing a unique and special experience for them. Well, there's no doubt that students in Allen ISD walk away from your center understanding that science is cool. (laughs) For sure. Again, I'm a former science teacher and a former (laughs) science coordinator, so yes, science is cool. Certainly, the STEAM Center offers hands-on learning experiences in numerous subjects, and the opportunities to utilize the engineering design process are unparalleled. There is another program that the STEAM Center offers that is important to mention. When the STEAM Center opened as a K-12 facility in August of 2019, the STEAM Ambassadors Program was put into place. The Ambassadors Program is a leadership program, similar to what we might see at Allen High School with PALS, or WINGS. The STEAM Ambassadors are tasked with telling the story of the STEAM Center and serving as student leaders when guests and other dignitaries come to visit. Allen High School senior Gianna Rosico was part of the original group of STEAM ambassadors and has returned to the program for the 2020-2021 school year. So I heard about the STEAM ambassador program going into my junior year and I'm a woman going into STEAM. I mean, there's really not much representation. It's growing, but like I wanted to learn more just because STEAM has always fascinated me. And the fact that we're a STEAM center and not a STEM center also grabbed my attention because Miss Hollis, my STEAM teacher, she really emphasizes the A in STEAM because it's art and she always says, well, you can't sell something if it doesn't look good. I was just really enticed by the STEAM program because, you know, there's people doing Pals and Wings at Allen and that's of course like great programs, but like I wanted something that would make me stand out applying to college and I wanted to really just learn more about STEAM because in this day and age, there's a lot of talk about climate change and just environmental factors, and I'm still learning a lot about those. And so I really just wanted to grow what I knew when it came to what's happening in the world and what's changing. And so I went into the STEAM program hoping to learn more just so I could craft my own opinion when it comes to climate change or, yeah, and just I wanted to be a woman in a field that 
where women aren't heavily represented to show like that we can do just as much as men and even go into STEAM. Miss Hollis is the AP environmental science teacher and now I'm in that class just because I learned so much in STEAM and it really paved the way for a lot of opportunities that I wouldn't have gotten had I not joined the program because we made a partnership with the Perot Museum so we got to tour that and we had like a formal business meeting with them which as a junior that was just crazy to me to be sitting at a big round table like suggesting ideas to people who run this huge museum in Dallas like and did you feel like they were receptive to the the questions and the suggestions that you and your peers were making definitely they all treated us like we were adults and that was that's just crazy to feel so mature mm -hmm. being so young so you came to you started taking classes at the steam center because you wanted to learn more and form your own opinion about some of the science environmental factors that are happening in the world and you were here as a junior the first year that it opened so you became part of the steam ambassador program what exactly is the steam ambassador program we are the representatives of the STEAM Center. We give tours. We help out with the students who come on field trips here, like the K-8 students. We've given tours to many engineers who visited. We host many events at the STEAM Center. One of my favorite things that we've done here is we planned a fall festival for the whole Allen community. And we got to have a lot of clubs from the high school come. It was just a nice way to introduce people to the STEAM Center and get to really plan something all out. So yeah, I would just say we get to plan events for the STEAM Center, that like gets our community involved while we also advocate for STEAM in our community and really show people that you don't have to fit a certain stereotype to be in STEAM. You can, anyone can be in STEAM and anyone can find something that they enjoy in STEAM. What was the most surprising thing for you to learn as you became more involved with STEAM in your educational career? What I really learned or developed in the program is my public speaking and just interacting with people because we're interacting with so many adults and engineers and giving tours of the building, even with young children. We had to be able to interact with so many different age groups. And public speaking, I mean, I would say I'm an outgoing person, but when you're speaking in front of so many adults, it can be so nerve-wracking. So just learning to get comfortable and not stuttering around adults. I really became comfortable giving tours of the building and just learning how to be comfortable with what I'm saying to adults even. So you're in your second year as a STEAM ambassador. You're one of the leaders in the program. What does this year look like compared to last year? This year we've actually introduced a new program with the STEAM tutoring program. And so we've introduced it with tutoring students in 7th and 8th grade. And we do science and math because of STEAM. So basically in the class we've been planning for weeks now. We've been making tutor bios for the students to read to see like which tutor they feel would make them most comfortable. We've been planning social media posters. We've been planning permission slips, just spreadsheets. It's just crazy to see how much planning goes into something. But so we've introduced the STEAM tutoring program. I w this is just different from last year because we're doing everything through COVID. We, have to, we can't tutor people in person. We can't work with the K-8 students right now. This is a great way for us to still be involved and be working with younger students and introduce science and math 
while doing it through Zoom, doing it safely through the pandemic. That's been definitely a major step for the STEAM program because we have to do things safely and we have to do things so differently from last year. We can't really have a fall festival this year. So I think this is just like a great way or a great thing we're doing right now to stay engaged with younger students and keep STEAM in their minds. When Larry and I were talking during the production of this episode, he fondly referred to the STEAM Center as the Swiss Army Knife of Facilities. It prioritizes many effective learning designs, such as outdoor field experiences, career and technical opportunities, and STEM integration. The STEAM Center does a little bit of everything and provides a collaborative learning experience for all Allen students. In his interview, Larry mentioned the OmniGlobe on the K-8 side as one of the rotations. It is important to mention that this incredible educational tool is not commonly seen in such an accessible way. The Perot Museum has one, and so do a few universities, but Allen ISD is the only K-12 educational system in the country to have an OmniGlobe that can be used by its students for learning opportunities. Thanks for listening to Allen Voices. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to download and subscribe so you never miss an episode, or feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Reviews help us climb the charts so more people can find us. Until next time, we are Allen.